Welcome to the Birmingham Children's Trust podcast. Welcome to the Birmingham Children's Trust podcast. Uh, my name is Isaac and I work in the marketing team here. And today we're going to be talking about why you'd come and work in the beautiful city of Birmingham. Now, I'm really lucky that today I've actually got two guests. Neither of them are actually from Birmingham, and I think that they've got quite a love of Birmingham as well. So I'm here today um, with Andrew Logie and also Melissa Jackson. Hi. Hello. How are you, Isaac? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, You're yeah. really good at this, aren't you? I'm Melissa just, is I'm a pro. Good, she a polished, is. Professional she has appeared media. on other podcasts <laughs> I as have well. appeared well, on I'm the a, I'm Commonwealth a Game version. 1. <laughs> so, Andy... Um, why would you come and work in Birmingham? Really odd situation. I trained in Birmingham as a social worker. I uh, had a massive affinity for the city then, being a student in the city. Um, really enjoyed uh, both being here and the people I met here. Uh, a, a lot of both Birmingham people and people that had relocated from some from Ireland, some from Scotland, some from London, to do the social work degree up here. Um, and I felt very much at home here. I think the West Midlands, the black country, that sort of thing, I think the people are lovely. I think they're approachable, they're funny. They don't take themselves too seriously, which is, I think, a really important lifestyle choice, to be honest, because life's too tough. But essentially, uh, I felt at home here and then worked everywhere else in England, apart from Birmingham. And getting to the age I'm at now, which shan't be mentioned, but I am older. Just relatively young. I'm, I'm, no, I'm probably, the, like, add both of your ages up. I think you that, don't look it, though. No, thanks very and much. And you've got a lot of swag. Apart from the grey hair and the grey eyebrows. Grey's and the grey, in. Grey's in. You do have a lot of swag, but that's, I people, think that's a different um, podcast. People pay money, good money for this hair colour. I get it for free from God. Um, <laughs> the, the interesting thing is that uh, in terms of sort of uh, 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 making life decisions, I had... I think for the first time decided that I wanted to work in Birmingham and the job came up and it was actually a dream job. I don't particularly believe in fate, but it just all fell into place. Mm. And I'm here now and I'm loving it even more because the city is so much better even than it was um, all those years ago. It's retained many of the basic Birmingham features that make it Birmingham. So the food, the culture, the diversity, the um, uh, uh, museums, the galleries, the custard factory, I know, is, is, is another work in progress, but it's also embraced some of these enormous opportunities around things like Commonwealth Games, mm. um, the, the, the kind of importance of the high street. Although we've got the bull ring here, the high street's also very important and there's a lot of investment going into that. The different parts of the city where you go for different experiences, love that. Um, and then HS2, obviously, um, not everyone agrees with HS2, do they? But ultimately, we're going to get a big benefit from that here yeah. in Birmingham, and I'm yeah. looking forward yeah. to, to to that. And the last thing I would say before you come in, Melissa, is that, again, having now come to work here, I find everyone enormously welcoming yeah. and yeah. very friendly, and I love that. Yeah, I think that's like the natural consensus of Birmingham is that, like, Everybody seems so friendly, 
you can kind of like build an empire here you can come from different cities it's very multicultural i used to all i'm originally from burton on trent so we only just about made it on the map 10 yeah. years ago i, I almost <laughs> was a dot before <laughs> i almost could i i still don't believe that you're not from birmingham because yeah. your love and passion for birmingham is is, is yeah. striking yeah i think birmingham's like was always my second home it was the closest city to me it's the second largest city so Birmingham for me always felt like a home away from home so when I used to like leave Burton it used to be Birmingham because this is where the parties were this was where the vibes were the energy the music the food and it was, you know even just going to the boring market and picking up some planting and ardo bread mm. we couldn't get that from Burton our no. next stop was kind of like Birmingham so Birmingham yeah. for me was al always a second home for me even though I did live in London and I studied there, I always knew I'd come back to Birmingham mm. and I always knew that this is where I wanted to build. And I kind of found that in London, prices for houses are just ridiculous. Mm. And like now, how are you even, how, how do you even survive now? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially with the, the rise of like heat and food and everything else. I wouldn't even know how to survive in London whereas I feel like with Birmingham you can still get like a quality of life you can yeah. still have yeah you know in London you could spend 500 pounds on a box room that will get you a two-bedroom house in Birmingham yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why you wouldn't want the bigger house do you know what I mean and when you get to a certain age you want more space you want to be able to have family around you don't want to be cooped up all in one room so my thing was is I want a stable home. So now obviously having that stable home in Birmingham, it's like, why would I need to leave Birmingham when I can get on the HS2 in a couple of years and go straight to London when I'm ready? Yeah. And I feel like a lot more people are starting to see the benefits of living in Birmingham. It's not that far from London. Yep. You know, we have some of the best restaurants here in Brom. You know, I interviewed Bite, My, Bite Your Brom from Laura for the Commonwealth Game podcast and the amount of food spots that she told me about that I wasn't aware of. I'm just like, ah, yeah. I need to go to all mm. of them. And I feel like yeah. now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like we're getting to a stage as Birmingham, especially with the Commonwealth Games coming. We're getting to a stage now, people are actually shining a light on us. Mm -hmm. It's not mm. us having to scream and shout from the top of the roofs anymore. Actually, people are shining a light on us and I feel like the Commonwealth Games and the HS2 all these things are really important because not only does it give young people and people an opportunity to work within this industry that they may not have had that opportunity to do so elsewhere but I also kind of feel like it's letting other organisations come to Birmingham Wireless was here mm. last weekend it's been years since Wireless has come to Birmingham yeah. and that's a big urban music festival some of the biggest artists from around the UK and the US of A all came to Birmingham so I feel like there's this kind of buzz in the city at the moment yeah. where it's kind of like things are happening here we haven't got to mm. move and go to London to get the good vibes and energy that the energy and the vibes are already here yeah I absolutely agree and I think you know one question I'd have actually for you guys is for people that are thinking of moving to Birmingham, you know, when we talk about housing and different areas, you know, we've got Mosley, which is like rated one of the coolest places to live in the UK. So cool. And, you know, what would you, what would you guys recommend in terms of, you know, different areas and stuff to, to go to or where would you want to live? I feel like you can live more or less anywhere in Birmingham. I don't think, I feel like, it's not like London. With London, 
every area's got a specific stop where you can get a tube. I don't think we have that travel infrastructure just yet, but obviously with the tram now, yeah, the tram is the new thing. Of, uh, yeah, of course. Birmingham is one of the best connected cities, if not the best connected city, I think, in the UK. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've got rail, we've got great coach services, great yeah. bus, tram we'll services exactly. as well now. Yeah, we don't want to drive, but we've got good motorway links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And but, I think also just pick up on driving in terms of like moving to different areas in Birmingham. I almost feel like you can get anywhere in 10 minutes in Birmingham yeah. in a car. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you can drive mm. or you can walk or mm. you can get a bus. Whereas with London, it's like you've got to get on that tube. Otherwise, you're walking an hour yeah. or spending money on congestion. But I, I, I cycle a lot. So I ride okay. my bike a lot. And I think one of the things that Birmingham's got right that London struggled a bit with is the right balance of cycle lanes to yeah. roads or, mm -hmm. or, or what you would typically call roads for cars. Um, there's a lot of argy-bargy in London about taking up road space, whereas in Birmingham, the roads that I use are appropriate and applicable for, for um, cyclists, yeah. taking up a smaller amount of room from mm -hmm. the motorist. But of course, we've got the discouragement of using cars in the city because we've got the clean air zone, yeah. which is working very well. Mm -hmm. And I just generally find that um, the way that, that all of the cycle paths have been set up here in Birmingham prioritize the cyclist. Mm. So even this morning coming in on one of the highways, one of the green highways that we've got into the center of Birmingham, if a car wants to cut across my path, he's the, the, the markings on the road indicate absolutely that he or she has to give me right of way. Now, of course, I'm not going to go head to head with a car, <laughs> but you see them stopping yeah. and you see them acknowledging the fact. And I like a council, I like a place that actually takes those big steps and prioritizes, but doesn't go too far, too far. to yeah. upset the drivers who actually, again, might need to use their cars for whatever reason to come into the centre yeah. of town. And I think it's including everybody as well. And we've also got the canals. Canals is a great links to get you from one side of Birmingham yep. to another. Yeah. Um, and that's a lot of where people cycle as well. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like going back to what we were saying about housing and areas is that there is something for everybody. Yeah. You know, if you want to... Well, you know, I don't, I don't live in Birmingham. I live... Um, I suppose as the crow flies about 25 miles away in Leicestershire mm -hmm. but actually getting into work and being in Birmingham and getting home if I want to go for a few beers or a meal after work with colleagues is dead easy on the train it's half an hour yeah so you know much of up until now my part of the trust we've been working with adopters or recruiting adopters from a 50 mile radius and I've changed that to looking at well who lives within a reasonable public transport journey or a reasonable road journey because actually in some ways it might be harder to get 25 miles down the road to actually getting 70 miles by train yeah so when hs2 comes in for example why wouldn't we go and look at perhaps recruiting some adopters who are nearer that part mm -hmm. of the, yeah. the, the the country so all in all i think it's 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 got everything that it needs to have having lived in london myself for seven years um, it's it's basically got too much going on. It's very expensive, as you say. When I was living there, I couldn't enjoy it. I had yes. no spare money. Oh, that was Whereas, the same problem. Oh, it was just, it was, and my first child was born there and we couldn't actually do anything. We couldn't do any, um, uh, any 
any going out for family meals. Yeah. We couldn't enjoy any of the big things that were going on in one of the world's greatest cities because yeah. mm. we just had no cash. Yeah. Everything was being spent on surviving there effectively. And I found that that was one of my main reasons why I moved back to Birmingham. Same here. I literally felt like I was working mm. to live mm. and mm. I was doing two jobs. Mm. I was working full time, always been a hard working girl, you know, and I actually didn't have money at the end of the month to go mm. and have a drink mm. with my friend or Same here. go yeah. and eat out. So then I felt like what quality of life. Just existing, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. You're existing. Yeah. But then when you come to Birmingham, it gives you that little bit of a breathing space where it's like, actually, I can still go to London when I want mm -hmm. to, but I can still mm -hmm. have a great lifestyle here in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess you really start to enjoy London when you visit it like that as you well. You do. Yeah. And appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. But the last thing I was going to say, Isaac, about Birmingham, which I, I think you guys probably haven't experienced because, you know, you, you, you've been here for a lot longer than I have, is that it doesn't need all these things. It's already got stuff. So Commonwealth Games, fantastic. HS2, fantastic. You know, wireless. Fant I remember when wirelesses were just little radios that you had and, <laughs> and you put batteries in them. Um, but basically, uh, uh, I think Birmingham's got it without some of these extra things. And yeah. Glasgow had the Commonwealth Games 10 years ago and it, it kind of put Glasgow on the map for what Glasgow is. Right. And I think it's going to be the same for Birmingham. It's not going to pretend to be something it's not. It is what it is, and it's great. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be anything more. Mm -hmm. Apart from, of course, they've got. Have you, I don't know if you've noticed they've gone round getting rid of all the graffiti. Yeah. Ready for the Commonwealth Games, so mm -hmm. that'll be back really soon. I that'll miss the graffiti. Yeah, I miss it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You miss the graffiti yeah. on all the underpasses. Yeah, yeah. 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 They'll have to get. Um, there's a there's a graffiti festival actually called High Viz, which oh. is um, uh, one of the coolest things I think that happens mm. in Birmingham, mm. and uh, they get people from all over the UK coming down, and Birmingham local artists as well, just graffitiing streets oh, in so Digworth. Cool. It's really really cool, yeah. and that's what I like about. It. I feel like Digworth's like the London Shoreditch, yeah, mm. and I feel like mm. it's really coming up as like a cool, quirky little spot, yeah, little bars. You can get a little beer if you want to get beer. Do you know what I mean? Or a nice mm -hmm. cocktail, mm -hmm. or you know, get some, you know, it's just great that like there's different, you start to see different spaces now in Birmingham, I think. Yeah. Mm. And that, that's where HS2 is going to yeah, be, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, yeah, the just Digbeth. at the back of Digbeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The custard yeah. factory's still yeah. there and stuff. So you're going to have that kind of real, um, a real modern feel, a real contemporary feel. Yes. But mm. you're, you know, we're not losing what makes Birmingham Birmingham, are no. we? So that's, yeah. that's great. So let's move on to a hot topic I, th I think between us three anyway and that's food because mm. Birmingham food. it just has great food doesn't it great food and I think that there's just so much on offer whether it's you know real authentic Indian food on Soho Road or it's a Michelin star restaurant in mm. city centre mm. There's everything in between. McDonald's. Just, yeah. You can't, mm. you can't beat a McDonald's <laughs> on a night out. We're not going to edit that out. That's. <laughs> but you know, they also, so there's, there's the first time ever I've seen a specialist kebab shop. <coughs> yeah. I've never and seen, the, not even in London have I seen a special, there's a specialist kebab shop chain in Birmingham. Oh, really? There's quite a few of them. I think that there's quite, I've, I've seen quite a few. I've been um, into complain though because they don't do a vegetarian kebab. Uh, you can't have it all, can you, no. Andy? He, he said he might look into it for me. Saying that though, they, we have got some absolutely incredible vegetarian we restaurants. Do indeed. Yeah, there's, vegan. Um, 
you got yeah, vegan so. Alex, you got Earth's Kitchen Digba. Yeah. You got, got that new vegan junk food place as well. Yeah. Damasino. Damasino. Fantastic. Got a few of them. The Ivy. Um, the, whenever you see the Ivy, everyone goes, ooh. Ooh, ooh you the, the Ivy. <laughs> but um, I think the pre theater menu is about 35 quid for two or something. Or, really? Uh, it, so you go for the cheapy deal then, do you? Oh, yeah, it? yeah. Gosh, I I'm Scottish. You'd be on those big books and you'd be spending <laughs> no, on No, I'm Scottish. Uh, <laughs> you know, in fact, and I have to say this because you'll probably listen to this. My wife's an amazing cook. So whenever we ah, go out, it has to be somewhere decent. Of course. Yeah. And so we now come to Birmingham because you will get a meal that's better than a home cooked one or different, not better. Yeah. Different, something new. And the strawberry almond milkshake at Damasina is to die for. Yeah, you've mentioned this to me a few I can't times. Stop mentioning it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to, to bring one I can't in. Can't stop thinking me. about it. <laughs> So, you know, I, I guess for our listeners, um, we know about the chains. Yeah. But what would you say to pe people that are, you know, new to Birmingham, coming to Birmingham, uh, might be here for the day? What makes Birmingham unique? I feel like it's the range of foods that are available. Mm. You've got like Chinatown where you've got all of the Chinese restaurants, the Vietnamese restaurants, you know, they kind of have a variety of stuff. And I normally go in and get my nails done. And I have this Vietnamese lady that does it for me. I'm always like, so where do you eat? Where's mm. the, because mm. sometimes you get authentic food, yep. which is just for the average person that's not tasted that food before. And then you've got real authentic food yeah. where like Vietnamese people will actually go and eat there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's a bit of a difference. So it's important to like, the great thing about Birmingham as well is like there's so multicultural, there's people from different walks of life. Everyone has something to kind of bring to the table. You've then got kind of like the Baltis. The big thing in Birmingham is a mm. Balti, do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Having an Indian with your little naan. You've got Caribbean restaurants like Mellows, Thai food. I'm obsessed with Thai food at the moment. Mm. Thai food's amazing. Obsessed and, with and Thai food. The, the old satay thing. Oh. I mean, I can't have that anymore because I'm vegetarian, but back when I wasn't, the chicken satay sticks. Chicken satay oh. stick with the peanut sauce. Oh. Oh. Absolutely little, amazing. Like deep fried squid. Mm. Mm. Prawns mm. with a little sweet and sour sauce. Oh. I know a joke about a sex squid. I'll tell you after. <laughs> the, what I, I've been making at home recently, this is totally off the point, but my wife and several of my friends always rubbish Glasgow for deep fried Mars bars. Have you heard about I that? I heard about that. Deep fried and I've made them for them and I, now they won't stop pest, pestering me for a deep fried picnic or a Mars bar or, mm. or a marathon. It's, mm. it's like gourmet stuff. I've so, heard about this. Gordon apparently Ramsey. there are some chip shops that do it apparently. In Scotland, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. but let's rewind a sec. So how are you going to de... Because I'm a cook. I love to cook me, you know. So are you coating the Mars bar in flour and then deep frying it? Batter, it beer batter. Um, a, whole, a whole wheat flour beer batter. Very thick, obviously, because what you want to do is you need to contain all the chocolate yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a baked Alaska, but without the ice cream. Maybe we should open a restaurant in Birmingham. Maybe we should open a restaurant, half mm. Scottish, half Jamaican. That that would be amazing. <laughs> fusion, it? can't go wrong. And you know, I think that's one of the cool things about Birmingham is all the the fusion restaurants. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's cream. a great thing. Got going I'm on. Glad how you brought us back on point. There. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that was, that was all impressive. the way around. Um, I loved um, 
how you mentioned about you know finding those authentic places by talking to people that live in the local area it yeah. really reminds me of like you know i don't know if you've mm-hmm. heard of anthony bourdain and like how he his approach to finding all the good spots is but i feel like there's so many of them in birmingham as well like it really does take conversations before you actually figure some of that stuff out yeah but you know thank goodness we've got social media because there's so much of that content on there as well it's very um it, there's a lot of hidden gems here yes, yes. Um, i agree yeah I, mean, I, I don't i don't know how you both feel about this because you probably know this place like the back of your hand but i've always gotten lost in birmingham have you yeah up until now well everywhere and and even coming out of new street station i'd come out of a different entrance every time and be completely lost and certainly when I speak to my friends who are, I'm sort of Leicester-centric because mm-hmm. I live quite near there and my mates are there. Or whenever I go to Birmingham, there's always, you know, roadworks going on or um, I can't find my way there or I leave the wrong exit from New Street. And that is massively improved and improving mm. all the time. And it's now got a centre and I think it's got a cohesion and if you imagine how I picture Birmingham in my head is things like the jewellery quarter, yeah. Digbeth down by the custard factory, you got town centre, the bull ring. Mm. It's now got these clearly defined areas, little discrete mm. areas, which is kind of like a mini, almost like a mini London yeah. in a way, because yeah, London is, yeah. doesn't have a town centre, does no, it? It's no, got several. Doesn't. Several, yeah, several. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. But it's, but it's not too big here that you can't walk around them all. In a day. And I think also we've still got like one stop. We've still got like Merry yep. Hill, the yep. ones that are further out. You've still yep. got the fort, which is more like small heath way. Mm-hmm. And then further out, if you wanted to go to Cannock. Mm. Still got the Dunlop aircraft the Dunlop, tire yeah. factory. See, yep. I like those little motorway drives, those little outlets. Those outlets, yeah. you get the deals. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. get those deals in London. You never get them in the southeast. It's never. Just too expensive. Never. Yeah. So shifting gear a little bit, let's um, move on from food and let's move on to music. Because music has got such a, a rich heritage in Birmingham as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So much has happened here. Um, uh, and there's so much currently even happening here. Um, I know that, Melissa, you're aware of tons happening. So tell us a bit, a bit about it. I feel like music in Birmingham's like, again, there's like just a lot going on I feel like I feel like you've got um where am I thinking I've got like the hare and hounds which is kind of like the underground artists they've mm. got their guitars their drums mm-hmm. they do their little small shows I think I interviewed Andy on another podcast and you know it was great to actually think you know it's an actual space where people can start off but then you'll still get big celebs and big musicians that will still play that and for someone looking outside you just see it as just an average pub but in actual fact, it's giving people an opportunity to perform in an intimate space. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's got that kind of cool vibe and energy about it. it and really then has. You've kind of got like the UK musicians coming up now, the grime artists, the hip hop artists. They're making crazy waves in Birmingham, in Birmingham and around the UK. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to be like a Birmingham artist and then like get recognized elsewhere but what i'm starting to see is i'm starting to see artists really just put their efforts into their work and and building that community of fans that they have here in birmingham first and then what we are seeing is we're seeing londoners starting to pick that up Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and i think it's great to see that 
it's great to see that. Even for Wireless this year, you had a lot of Bengham DJs, you know, DJ at a big wireless festival, yeah. they would never have got the opportunity if that was in London. No yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like starting to see these individuals that I've almost grown up with within the industry getting these big opportunities. It's great to see. Yeah. And I feel like it's time for us to just fly the flag. We don't have to go to London to make it big. Yeah. We don't have to go somewhere else. Actually, we can make it right here in our hometown mm-hmm. and create our fan base here because Birmingham's still a fan base. What do you think these Birmingham people are not listening to these London artists all around the world? Mm. We're still a fan base within ourselves. So it's true, yeah. I think it's just about continuing to build that yeah. focus, really. I think another really cool thing is the fact that Birmingham has its own music festivals as well. You yeah. know, like the Mosley Jazz Festival, mm-hmm. which, you know, they've got such great lineups for those sorts of things. And then you've got other things like made which is made is a huge. big one that's a huge one yeah that's like a range of artists as well and then we had the birmingham dance festival a couple of weeks ago that yeah. was a you know really good event i think things are really starting to happen in birmingham yeah it's gonna take a few more years mm. for us to get there but it's happening and you can start to see how things are growing and developing yeah which is great definitely to see. and you know i went down to um symphony hall and they've recently been refitted and they've just it's incredible isn't yeah. it? It, it, it it already was back in the day i'm from what i understand mm. the best sound in europe mm. and um and now they've just raised the bar again they've got these sort of side venues and stuff and it's just the program of music happening there as well is 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 great and the, and the really cool thing is is that the everything moves there as well now yeah. so they can hold like proper concerts there and then you've got places like the town hall which Tunnel. is like one of the most underrated venues in Birmingham because now, now you don't really see that yeah. much music happen there. Mm-hmm. But when you actually look at the amount of people that have played there, like the Beatles have played there, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there's just been tons. And then you've got also places like the O2 Institute, the O2 Academy. You've got like the Birmingham NEC. Like we had Ashanti came a couple of weeks ago. I think she was at the uh, utility arena. You know, people are coming to Birmingham and they were doing that before but I feel like they're making it a stop shop now like we have to stop at Birmingham and even just seeing like some of the wireless videos like over the weekend one of the artists literally cried on stage and was like I've never had love like this Mm. on any other stage that I've played at and I've been all over the world Mm. but this love that I'm getting from Birmingham is just like whoa I've not experienced it and some again people forget that we're here do you know what I mean? Yeah, People yeah. forget that we're here and we're a vibe. Mm, we're, we're a whole mm, vibe by and, ourselves. And I think that it's, it's such a cool, and I think, you know, for, I guess for our listeners as well, when we say vibe, we probably mean that we've created our own culture. Right. Um, uh, you know, when I think about people coming in from London, when they actually come to experience Birmingham, they were experiencing quite a unique mix which is just our own culture yeah. that's, that's how it feels anyway mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's changing and growing all yeah. the time exactly yeah but it, it, i think it, it is a proper melting pot you know we've clearly got areas like you do in any city that are community-based and different communities tend to be in those areas but i feel like there's such a fusion here and an ongoing mm. fusion mm. of everything it means you're going to experience much more change and development here than you may do in parts of London. The thing that London's always going to have behind it is its size. 
the number of people coming in to visit it. Yeah. But mm. the downside is always going to be cost. And I, th I think the point you made earlier, Melissa, about people now choosing to come to Birmingham to do stuff is a really, really good one. The first time I, I ever came here must have been 1984 for the Ideal Home Show. And that Classic. Was, oh, it was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Annika Rice. Um, <clears throat> and it was, it was an interesting day because it was so busy. And even I remember my mum saying, Birmingham is so busy. There's so much going on and there's a lot of energy here. And that's however many years ago, 40 years ago or something. Um, Glasgow's very much like that, but everything's much more spread out in Scotland. But instead of being like intense and on top of each other here, I feel there still is the space. Yeah. So all I was going to mention was the parks we've got here. Oh, yeah. Yes. We've got some tremendous green spaces. Yeah. We've got some tremendous wide open spaces yeah. quite near to the city centre yeah. not not a, maybe not a bike ride away but a short hop skip and a jump mm -hmm. you've got country parks yeah yeah how far do you need to go in london for a country park <laughs> miles you know miles and, miles. and e even you know i know that glasgow's got glasgow green which is just tremendous but there's things like that here in birmingham and that goes back to what i said earlier it's just big enough and just small enough it's almost perfect size to find anything that you yeah. need and i think also it gives you that just mentioning about parks i feel like birmingham gives you that country bunking vibe mm. but you can be city litty yeah in five yeah. minutes yeah so yeah. that bit of balance for someone mm. that's maybe a little bit more mature may have children mm -hmm. can live a little bit further out nice park good schools yada yada, yada. but then 10 minutes down the line you can be in the city and litty you, know but you, you also mentioned the canals, didn't you? It's got yeah, more yeah, yeah. miles of canals than Venice has, which yeah. probably isn't that hard. But one of the things that interested me working now coming to work here is because I'm a keen cyclist, I can actually cycle practically from home, which is in Leicestershire, all the way more or less to the office wow. along the canals. Wow. So this is about revisiting some of our ancient heritage and mm. saying, well, how do we put that to use? And one of the things that Birmingham did with Brindley Place, for example, was look at the canals as a feature, yeah. as an opportunity. They didn't, yeah. they didn't say, oh, no, the canals are something to be forgotten. They're dangerous. People, you know, unsavory people hang out there. This morning I cycled along the canal, parked my car outside the city um, and cycle in. And that was the other thing I, was, I just made a mental note to mention, parking. It's dead easy. That, this is the only city I'm aware of where I can literally park near the city centre and walk in for mm. free. Mm. Okay, I need to know where that free parking is. Just there. <laughs> just there. It's just there. On the I industrial estate. parking today still. <laughs> no, but you are 100% right. Like, it's that, it's that, because I do pay for parking quite a lot in town. Mm. Um, and I'm actually in town, so I really shouldn't drive my car. But it's a clean car, so it's not a um, clean air zone or anything like that, guys, just in case anyone's listening. But the other day I did take a walk into town um, along the Digby Pie Road, and it was just so lovely just to just get some fresh air. Mm, yeah. It didn't take me that long. I, I just felt like the energy and vibe was just, ah, oh, it was great. Mm. And I didn't mm. think about it before. No. I was like, I'm going to spend five quid on parking, which is relatively cheap if you're from London. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it was just good to be able to just walk into town as well. But like you said, even if you want to come into the city, there's still free parking available 
five minute walk or if you want to go in in the city you can still pay and be mm -hmm. right there as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. i don't think we would have been able to do that in west london well right by selfridges yeah you, you can park there and yeah. walk across the bridge right into the shop can't yeah. you yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah going back to parks as well like 10 minutes away we've got sutton park which is like one of the oh, yeah. biggest yeah. open spaces i think sandwell country park you've got yeah, if you Sandville, love your mountain yeah. biking or your hiking you've got canic chase canic chase yeah. is meant to be a good one which, for hiking yeah, yeah which isn't that far outside of Birmingham i actually well. went to sutton park just the other day we had an event there um for the commonwealth games and um, such a beautiful park. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like a little water thing. Something nice for the kids. I'm like, I've got to take my niece it's and nephew It's very posh, there. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's quite yeah, posh. Like it's it very nice. And then you've got the belfry if, um, oh, if you're a gold digger. You know, um, the <laughs> belfry is she's the a gold digger. Friday, Friday, Saturday night. <laughs> Yeah, down the Belfry. Belfry. What do you know about the Belfry, Andy? Well, I've been I've been to Bel Air quite a lot. How have you now? Years ago, yeah. Really? Um, pretending to be someone that <laughs> someone might want to dig because uh, I don't have any gold. <laughs> but I, I just recall it being really good fun. And if you like golf, you know. The Belfry's also good for spas, guys. Like, they've got great spas in Birmingham. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, to mention spas yeah, in Birmingham. That's very true. Because they're, like, affordable. But like Belfry is kind of a little bit top end, but it's nice. Like their afternoon mm. tea there, it's just great. It's just how long is that from the city centre? Twenty minutes. Max? Belfry's probably about twenty minutes, yeah. twenty-five minutes. Yeah, again, unusual to have such a fantastic yeah. feature, such a fantastic recreational feature, so close to close a by. major city centre. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just going on from that as well. I just feel like um, we haven't mentioned the airport. Airports, we've not mentioned that, Andy. Birmingham Airport, love it, love it. Yeah, I agree. Which again makes us one of the best connected cities around. And I just feel like um, one of the things that I find so useful about Birmingham Airport is you can get on a bus into Grand Central, then from Grand Central get straight to Birmingham Airport. And mm -hmm. Birmingham Airport, you know, for anybody visiting, if you want to visit a major show or whatever, it's connected right yeah. to all mm -hmm. the arenas, mm -hmm. so you could mm -hmm. go. St you know, you don't don't even have to go outside. You can go stay undercover the whole time. It's crazy. And what about the tram extension? That's eventually in the next couple of years going to go all the way yeah. straight down there, and then you've got Birmingham International train station, which will bring you into Moore Street. Yeah. So again, I, 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 that's unusual, and I think that's underplayed by Birmingham. Um, mm. But you know the thing I love about Birmingham Airport. The airside, it's one of the best airsides mm. with food and shops where you can go and spend money you don't have before yeah. you go on a holiday that you can't afford. You know, you can't afford. <laughs> um, yeah. Resorts World is great. Yeah. I recently um, flew in from Birmingham to Greece and it was just easy, breezy, beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was just great, yeah. the word no queues there wasn't yeah. loads of people you know it was just a quick check-in it was great it's a good airport and when i've done that in london before it's just been like an extra two three hours onto mm. my life mm. that i'm never mm. gonna get back yep and where can you fly from birmingham i've been to australia from birmingham yeah pretty much been to thailand Jamaica, hong kong i've been Greece. to yeah, Barbados, been to America. Yeah, America. So, you know, it right, is as right. good as Heathrow mm. or Gatwick or Manchester. Yeah. I agree. So thank you so much, guys. I feel like we could go on for another two hours. And I think that we've given, hopefully, our listeners um, even more reason to move to Birmingham. Or maybe you've what learned about the something. Cadbury experience, Liza? <laughs> 
Well, we... <laughs> just for our listeners, just so you're aware, every time we try and close this podcast, <laughs> Andy says, well, what about the... <laughs> what about and this? We, we honestly could be here for hours Never. on end. And there is Cadbury's and the Heritage. Bonville. We haven't even had a chance to talk Bonville. about. The Tolkien Trail. The Tolkien Trail. Black Sabbath. Yeah. Great. So like like I was saying, we could be here for hours. And, could you know, be. there's so many diff- different things to learn about Birmingham still, clearly. And I'm learning every single day. And I think that's one of the things I love about Birmingham the most. Um, so thank you both um, for taking You're part welcome. in this podcast. And uh, hopefully you guys have learned a little bit about Birmingham. And um, if you're thinking about moving here, we think it's great, as you can probably tell. Um, uh, so do check out our other podcasts as well. And thanks for listening. Thanks, Bye-bye. guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Birmingham Children's Trust podcast. For more information, visit birminghamchildrenstrust.co.uk.